0: is Analog Spectrum. In this episode, the guys explain why it's so challenging to source grade A prime koala
1: meat in the U.S. and is low and slow really the best way to cook a koala
0: brisket? Holy crap, do they really talk about this? They are so messed up.
1: everybody welcome this is analog spectrum again we're shifting one more time and appreciate the fact that we I, we do like to be in the same room when we do these but sometimes just to make sure we keep episodes rolling we have to have to switch it up again so we're jumping back and, and doing kind of this zoom like uh, recording but it's quick explanation i'm here with doug and uh, we're gonna we did another movie swap uh and uh, the two movies that we swapped is uh, i picked death of stalin and doug uh, which is a well 2017, and uh, and and uh, Doug picked "Disturbing Behavior," a movie from 1998. Uh, which one do you want to talk about first? Just, what do you think? We haven't talked.
0: We haven't really uh, played.
1: Literally, guys, we just <laughs> logged on. We just logged on. This is just, just started. started.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know. Let's talk about "Disturbing Behavior." What do you think? Okay, let's do that. I okay. So, uh, so- come sit down.
1: This is Kathy. Hey, Lorna. Chug, you know Robbie and Dicky. Stephen's new to the Bay from Chicago. You hate it here, don't you? It's just different. The kids are strange.
0: Hello. Hey.
1: It's like they're always smiling.
0: They're always happy. Kelly Connor said she saw Andy Efkin bite the head off a kitten in a fit of rage. They're brainwashed, lobotomized, programmed. They used to be my friends. Gavin thinks some sinister force is taking over the cradle meatheads. A sinister force?
1: Now with every successive kid, we are getting closer and closer to perfection. All in favor?
0: I can't go home.
1: When I get there, they're waiting for me. Don't leave me alone like this!
0: I'm a friend of Gavin's. Is he around? Gavin's a good boy now. Science is God. It's not what you think. I got a couple tiny glitches to iron up. Will you go out with me? No. What Wrong.
1: Bad. It's not bad. It's normal. Who's gonna believe you, huh? Your parents?
0: You signed me up for the program? Uh, paranoia, paranoia, everybody's coming to get me. It's a new kind of cool. No! Nowhere to run. <laughs>
1: nowhere to hide yeah! no
0: one to trust we
1: want what's best for you what about what i want i'm not sick but i'm not well i so wow disturbing behavior Serving Behavior, uh, nineteen ninety eight, uh, starring James Marston as the oldest high school senior ever. Uh, so, yeah, right. Twenty five
0: year old high school senior.
1: Exactly. Uh, Katie Holmes, uh, Tobias Mailer. I don't know who that is. Nick Stahl. I don't know who that is. Uh, you know, really the who's uh, who's who of uh, nineteen ninety eight actors. Uh, mm. So uh, you know, do you want do you want me to go first on my thoughts on this? Yeah, go man, tell me. Okay, all right. So just a little bit of background. Uh, this movie came out in 1998, Disturbing Behavior. I'd never heard of it, so Doug Doug got me there. And I don't think—Doug D- may have not heard of it until he found it. I,
0: yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll tell you how I found it in a minute. Okay, cool. Yeah, so uh, so
1: it kind of—it was in that 1998, 19, late 90s, where uh, horror movies a la Scream were starting to kind of come out. So, so we kind of have uh, that context uh, takes place it looks like as, as an individual who lived in Washington state for a while, kind of in that Olympic peninsula area of Washington state. Uh, I can't even remember the name of the town. It was supposed to be, it's like, it's like pig Bay or something. And, uh, yeah. and, uh, a, a family moves from Chicago to, to this, this small community somewhere out out in the Washington, uh, coastline peninsula only accessible by ferry, uh, which is actually a really a thing. And, uh, the uh, the 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 main character played by James Marston uh, Marston uh, guy by the name of Steve Clark, uh, kind of finds himself uh, embroiled in this you know reprogramming of high school kids conspiracy, uh, and these kids are somewhat murderous, and uh, and that's kind of it, and it kind of plays out. He's got a a friend he makes played by Nick Stahl this guy this kid named Gavin, and. Uh, and Gavin has a friend played by Katie Holm, a, 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 a high school student, a, a redneck a la goth, a la unapproachable female driving a pickup mm-hmm. truck. And they uh, they basically get embroiled in this conspiracy so uh, or whatever you want to call it. But And the kids are once again are, are kind of these murderous, like, like 1950s, wearing leatherman jacket kids, play sports. And there you go. So, so that that's the story. Yeah, yeah. Did, did I miss anything? Or did, did I? It was Well, no, I think
0: the, I think the only part that you missed is that the the the, the reprogramming part uh, was uh, basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you go. Yeah, I'll let yeah, you go. No, yeah, no, no,
1: I was going to. Yeah, and uh, and I, and, I'll, and and. this is interesting because, uh, okay, and you know, let's just put it on the table. This would be an easy movie to hate. This would be an easy movie to be like I, you know, mm-hmm. I don't like this movie, but there were some things about this movie that I found like really redeeming, and I I enjoyed watching this movie. Okay, <laughs> uh, because again, because it had things in it that okay, we so much so much to unpack with this movie, uh, and and for a movie that should not have a lot going on, uh, first uh, it is it is a. You know, it, without even meaning to be, it's a bit, not major, a bit of a bellwether of like 19, late 1990s movies. I mean, it, it, it's mm. R-rated. I think it's R-rated. Uh, and uh, if it's not, it should be. It's, a uh, uh, you know, because it's got nudity in it, things like that, some language. Uh, it's, a uh, you know, the, like the, 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 the way the teenagers talk, they, they you know, because, you know, you and I went to high school during a time when, like, you know, going to high school could be a bit rough. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, and I get the idea. I don't know if it's still like that or not, but I think it was probably still a little bit like that in the 90s. And uh, so this movie kind of had that, you know, had that vibe where, you know, there's definitely mm-hmm. clicks and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and so I like the fact that it was kind of just this very kind of very simple, uh, not particularly well written, not well involved script, kind of hokey in its own way. Oh, by the way, I also like Bruce, uh, not Bruce Campbell, Bruce Greenwood. I like he played, he played one of the characters in there, the, mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the, guy with the conspiracy behind it. Uh, he actually, uh, well, he actually started a TV show in the late 90s called uh, Nowhere Man, which was so underrated. So anytime I see him, I, I immediately kind of gravitate towards anything that he does. But with that said, uh, yeah, I just, again, I, I'll, I'll stop here just for a second because I want to get your thoughts on it. Uh, I probably shouldn't have, shouldn't have liked it as much as I did, but because of what it was and because of what it represented and so forth, the time frame it came from, I ended up enjoying it. And, and, uh, and yeah, and, and Katie Holmes was really hot at it. So there you go. <laughs> so yeah. well, so um, you go. what do you think?
0: Yeah. Well, so I stumbled on this cause I was looking for a movie to swap with and I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to go, I'm going to go like B movie. I'm going to go, you know, let's just I, pick something. And the next know. one I'm going to give you was going to be this one, uh, but, but I found this and I thought, okay, this is probably not as B movie as the other one that I was going to pick. Okay. Um, but anyway, so I just read the premise of the thing and I thought, okay, that's cool. You know, it's, it's whatever. So I just selected it and off we went, but then, um, I, I don't see really anything wrong with this movie. I mean, you know, if you place it in its 1998 time frame, it's just a standard movie. Like it was really, like you said, it's kind of a, a um, I guess it would be like a normal, middle of the road movie mm-hmm. um, for 1998. I think it was IFC, wasn't it? That, that's who put it out. I think. Oh, I don't know. Um,
1: well, IFC put out uh, Death of Stalin.
0: Oh, maybe that's what um, I'm confused yeah. with that. Okay, so, <clears throat> but yeah, so to me it was it was a little flashbacky. Like, oh, I <laughs> feel like I'm back in 1998. I mean, it was. Yeah it was good in that way but um story wise and eh, whatever man you yeah, know yeah, yeah. it was it was uh, it, the story followed an arc uh, it was mm-hmm. very predictable you know all the you knew the one liners were coming you knew the end was coming that was coming and so on but mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean uh, the 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 dialogue was average right, the right. acting was average um there was a couple of couple of shots, and then I thought, man, I can't believe I forgot we used to make movies like this, you know. Right. And it's uh, he when he goes when he he moves, his family moves here. They they he had, his brother committed suicide is one of the reasons that they moved, trying mm-hmm. to escape that the, the darkness of that from right. Chicago, and so they moved to this you know northwestern, rainy little forest town, and yeah, um, so he he he's, he meets uh, one of the kids in class who's a pothead. Uh, Gavin, and then yeah. he sits with him at lunch, and he kind of gives him the whole exposition of he he gives the audience the whole story, right? Just lays right. it all out. Sure. Okay, you got this group of jocks, you got this right. group of hippies, you got this group of car people, and it was like we did actually make movies like that. You know what I mean? Like that's that, that's how movies used to be. Fast Times at my eye right? So yeah, we, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And then when they walk out of the building, um, no explanation, no nothing. Uh, but the main character stops and he has this like awestruck kind of look on his face. And then here's, is that Katie Holmes? Is that chick? Is that what you said her name was?
1: Oh uh, yeah. Rachel. Yeah.
0: Rachel, yeah, yeah. So there she is, standing in the back of her pickup in a semi-goth black leather jacket and a cut-off T-shirt, like writhing. <laughs> it's like more sexual innuendo than, than you should be able to put on the screen. And, uh, you know, so he's he, yeah, grinding and stuff. And he instantly falls in love with her, of course, know, yeah, whatever, so yeah. you kind of know where it's going from there. But again, uh, whatever, dude. It was like, like you said, it was, it was, it was this movie didn't it was there was it was harmless you know what i mean but it was it was enjoyable to watch
1: yeah yeah so, but, mm. well and, and like uh the movie uh I, I like i said uh it it gave me nostalgia on a few different levels clearly mm. I, mm. I lived in washington state so so that mm. really struck a chord with me you know like right, like when you are right, showing right. the fairy scenes i was like oh well you know you you immediately you know you know that whatever however that rolls it's kind of like yeah you know that's a that's the reality of it, right? Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Uh, but the other thing is, uh, it was very much a, uh, a a movie of the the '90s, you know. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing with Katie yeah, Holmes car, sure. like I was saying, it's like, you know, she kind of, like I said, she was, you know, uh, clearly, you know, and again, I, I hate to even say it, but she was like really hot, you know, really, uh, you know, you know. But but she was she redneck? Is she is she Goth? I don't know, you know. And and like I said crack me up because like they did they did not like James Marston, i don't even know how old he was when he when this movie was made but it's like he looked like he was like 28 years old right you're just kind of like yeah they didn't even they didn't even try to try to hide it yeah i didn't try to hide it you know and uh yeah um but i tell you one of the reasons i thought you gave it to me when i when i uh, started watching it was when uh when they were showing one of the teenagers being like dissected after they went off and killed themselves or something. And uh, the, the, the uh, main character pulled uh, the, not the main character, uh, the uh, Bruce Greenwood character pulled the chip out of the kid's head. And I was like, Oh, Doug's doing this because it's kind of a comment on AI or kind of a comment on like, you know, basically the matrix kind of stuff, because, you know, these kids were chipped, you know? And I was kind of like, Oh, well, that's interesting. But, uh, but obviously,
0: we've been talking a lot about that, and that, you know, the clearly this idea dates way back. Oh, yeah, we talked about
1: it. We talked about it about the time this movie came out. And, uh, I I think your point, point, I hadn't thought about it, but your your point about the exposition, uh, when when uh, the Nick Stahl character Gavin, yeah, that's an interesting point because, you know, a lot of movies they they did that kind of well because because you did kind of need exposition, and you we talked about this when we talked about defending your life, there's situations where. Yeah, you have a character who's not in the know, and you have a mm-hmm. character who is in the know, and and it, they need to have somebody explain to them, and you can observe that. You know, nowadays they just yeah. do it. You know, even if like. Well, character- I can
0: tell you the, the the very best example of this, uh, and, and I've poked around a little bit because I was trying to explain this to Andrew what exposition is. You know, and um, if um, what the hell is that movie? Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, where there's like a dream and a dream and a dream oh, within uh, a dream.
1: Oh, oh, what is that? Uh, Inception.
0: Yeah. Inception. Yeah. So yeah. if you watch Inception, the the young female character that's in that, I can't remember her name. Literally, watch that movie. That's all she does is exposition because it's such a weird yeah. concept and it's so complicated the the director needed some way to explain to the audience what is going on, right? Because he's right. going to switch from this scene to that scene and you never know what dream you're in. You never know what world you're in because it right. all goes weird and physics bends and reality bends. And so she, that's her whole job in the whole movie is to explain right. to the audience what the hell's going on. And she does that by asking questions, you know, right. well, I don't understand this. And cause the audience is thinking what the hell is going on? I don't understand, <laughs> you know? So, yep. um, but yeah, so he, he did that preemptively. Of course, that scene, he laid it all out. Like here's the situation, buddy. Yeah. Um, and then I did find it a little bit weird that, that he, he waited to discuss the, the, the possible takeover of these kids or the brainwashing or whatever they wanted to call it. Right. Uh, he right. didn't do it there. He did it later on. um, mm-hmm. So, but yeah, anyway, I did like the scene where he was, he had the pistol and he's like, I'm going to kill every one of them.
1: Yeah. yeah <laughs> them. Well, and, 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 uh, so interestingly, uh, a couple of thoughts I, I want to like, like there were things in here that like they did to move the story forward. And I was just like, you know, Hey, Just enjoy the ride, bro. Like, when they went to, like, the uh, mental institution, and they just kind of, like, walked in. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Yeah, they just, like, walked in. Like, nobody stopped them, you know? They're basically in this kind of a... You know what we were just talking about uh, uh, before we started a little bit about uh, uh, evil. You know, Resident, uh, Resident Evil, right? It, it almost yeah. had that kind of vibe because it's you're not walking into a, a mental asylum, you know, an insane yes. asylum or whatever you want to call it, a mental hospital, especially
0: somewhere. one that's like still functioning.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like, it's like I mean, it's like I thought at first they and they set it up to be, have that kind of look, like a like Silent Hill, right? You're thinking it must be deserted. Yes. Yeah. And the next thing you know, they're they're like people are. And I was There's like, people, oh, it, yeah. Yeah, there's people there, and they're, and they're completely fucked up, right? You're just like, yes. you're, just like you're just like, great, and uh, yeah, you know, to move the story forward. The other thing I noticed was uh, that when I was looking at this on the Internet Movie Database, the it was directed by uh, like by uh, a individual named David Nutter, and he actually, uh, if you look at his uh, his you know his credentials, he does kind of he, he's a, 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 a directed. Shows on like WB, like The Flash and and The Arrow. He's been involved in a, a Game of Thrones, directing episodes of Game of Thrones. And I I couldn't help but think about like that CW, the CW vibe. This movie has that CW vibe. You know what I mean? Like okay. that. Yeah, like things like uh, you know, again like The Flash or even shows like you know uh, The Vampire Diaries, which I I'm not I don't I haven't seen many episodes of Vampire Diaries, but it had kind of that young, a uh, young adult, young teen novel mm. kind of thing on and so yeah. so it like for example like the uh the janitor in there, you know, his character, uh how yeah. he was uh he was over the top, you know, uh yeah. with this kind of and, and uh it wasn't bad. It just was like it was just Yeah, kind yeah of, it was
0: like a cartoon character. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was
1: ludicrous. It was kinda of crazy and kinda yeah. like uh yeah. right, whatever. But yeah overall I will say and I think again I as per the usual I think we're kind of on the same page here uh, it was it was uh, entertaining, and I think it. Again, yeah, I'd really, give it. A,
0: I'd give it a somewhere between a four and a five. You know, I that, yeah. I, w- I wouldn't turn it off if it was on, and I had nothing no. else to do. But I damn sure not going to like search it out and look for it. There's no. way too many other movies I'd watch out of that. Sure, but, it, but know, it wasn't sure. bad. You know,
1: yeah, I'll go. I'll go with the same. I'll say five six. Only because, and it gets maybe a six because of, the, of the, the the nostalgia that it provides. Right. Uh, but uh, I, I think had booby all- shots. I had a movie shot, so there you go. Who does?
0: Who That's it, automatic six. That's
1: <laughs> well, and again, you're just you know everything that they present in this movie is just not. it's never gonna. It's almost like watching a horror movie from the 1950s or a horror movie from the 1960s, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, they just don't make them like that anymore, and yeah, and sure. uh, and it and in a way, I think it's a loss. You know, uh, you know, like uh, like, you know, I I thought Friday the 13th was a good movie when I say I still enjoy watching I still like Evil Dead I, see, yeah. you know, I still have all those horror movies And
0: well they're promoting the heck out of Jaws right now I think I'm gonna have to watch that again because it's been a lot of years since I've seen it and yeah. you know, I know that's a great film yeah
1: completely front loaded on Netflix you know what I mean so yeah it's yeah. popping up I know so alright all right, so-, well,
0: so yeah um, Death of Stalin shoot her before him but
1: make sure he sees it on this one um him take him to his church, dump him in the pulpit. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Should we investigate? Should you shut the fuck up before you get us both killed? Oh, my. God. Yeah, he's feeling unwell, clearly. You take
0: the head. Why? You're acting general secretary. I would be honored. Be. No, Fuck my no. boss?
1: What no, are you I... doing to my father, you jackals? Oh, How old are you? I'm old. You're not old! You're not even a person! You're a testicle!
0: He's irreplaceable. <laughs> I must take his place, but you just said he's irreplaceable. This is just fucking wordplay. Oh, is it? Smell like rendered horse, you burning asshole.
1: Take me take... down! I'm have to report this conversation. Threatening to do harm or obstruct any member of the Presidium in the process of looking at your fucking face. <laughs> oh. I fuck Germany. I think I can take a flesh lump in a fucking waistcoat. <laughs> Uncle Nicky's going to be dead this year.
0: I may as well just shoot myself like mother.
1: I will deal with whatever horseshit you have presently. I'd like you to see this. Come on through. Oh. That's one. Move it on. Jesus Christ! Did Coco Chanel take a shit on your head? No, he did not.
0: So yeah, um, death of Stalin. What do you think? Okay, you you. you uh, Why well, did you pick that? I like it. <laughs>
1: so. Well the, That's about, you picked it. well, the thing about death of Stalin, just so everyone knows, uh, 19, or excuse me, 2017 and, mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, uh, basically the, the plot summary is kind of in the name. It takes place in Russia, I guess, in 1952, I think, or 54, something like that. Mm-hmm. By the time, yeah. I, don't, I don't know the history, but Stalin dies and, uh, and pretty much all, all his, you know, all his cabinet, which you can kind of say are his lackeys, uh, you know they're around when he dies. It's a bit of a dark comedy. Uh, the mood shifts quite a bit, but it's it's got a it's got you know uh, definitely a, a list of top end actors. You know it's got uh, uh, you know hold on a second. Let me get back over here. You know it's got uh, Michael Palin. Steve Bashimi's kind of got the uh, the lead role in this. Is Nikita Khrushchev. Uh, pa- Michael Palin plays uh, Molotov. Uh, Paul Reddy, si- uh, Simon Russell Beale, uh, uh, Jeffrey Tambor uh, and and so Stalin dies and it's kind of how his cabinet reacts to this and uh, and you know uh, and the, the transition you know transition of power, how that would happen and so forth. but mm. again, it's kind of a dark comedy, but there are moments where you know that it's shockingly not comic. So uh, so right. what did you think?
0: Uh, I didn't like it. Oh, you didn't like it. Um, I didn't. It's the style of it's the style of comedy that I don't like. This this to me is right in that vein that we we watched another movie. Um, I can't remember which one it was, but it's very much Hollywood is way too much in your face in this movie. So, in other words, I can't get Steve Buscemi out of my head. He, okay. Steve Buscemi can be anybody, but he's always Steve Buscemi on camera you know and the same with paul giamatti it's like he's he might as well just play himself you know because i he can't play anybody else without me thinking no that's who he except except fred claus when he was in fred claus he was santa he was awesome but anyway um but yeah so it it, to me okay i'm gonna sum this up in like this i to me it seemed like it was a bunch of jewish guys poking fun at the Nazis. And I know this was Stalin and it wasn't the Nazis, not whatever. But my point yeah. is that it was people making fun of that regime from the safety of the future. You know what I mean? Like they were, it's like, it's like if you're telling somebody a story, he's like, oh, I got into this confrontation. And someone's like, yeah, I would have punched him in the face. Yeah. You wouldn't have punched him in the face. You right. know what I mean? You would have done whatever. And that's kind of the vibe I got from it. It's like people, People were making fun of it in a way, making fun of that whole thing in a way that was just, I don't know, sleazy, weak, cheap. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. That, but that's the – and, now, and now I get it. I'm, I'm being overcritical. But uh, the point is that, that I, I couldn't lose that vibe. Um, but I will say that there were some things about it that I liked. Obviously, Steve Buscemi, he's one of my faves. Yeah. Um, I love that they put him in that dumpy-ass suit. Like right. that made him look more – I don't know. You couldn't take him seriously. You know what I mean? So, and again, this is like based on history and I know it's supposed to be a comedy, but these are, you know, the top Russian oligarchs and and cabinet ministers uh, in a time when communism was massively on the the rise and they're a bunch of buffoons. You know what I mean? I think that's the whole point of the movie, but I just didn't, I guess it's the premise. I just didn't like the premise. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, it's it's funny because I, I, I kind of hear what you're saying, you know, about, about like, you know, kind of poking fun. Uh, But I think I, I, what I, what I, I, I kind of got the idea that, that probably like what, and and just so we can kind of drill down into it a little bit, not, you know, I don't think I need to say spoiler alerts. It's about the death of Stalin. Uh, Hmm. I think, I think probably what happened when Stalin died, this may not be too far from the mark. You know, and no, I, yeah, I hear you it, on it, that. just, yeah. it, just to uh, just so everybody understands, you know. And, and by the way, if you're a big fan of communism, watch this movie, okay? Because you mm-hmm. won't be after you watch it. You know, uh, and yeah. uh, and uh, because you know Stalin is ruling, you know, Russia with a or the Soviet Union with this kind of iron glove, and everybody's terrified. Everybody around him is terrified. Right. So when he dies, the, the terror doesn't leave, and and there's just all this kind of pivot for power. But uh, but. Yeah, you know, I hear. I also kind of hear what you're saying. Like, there were lines in there because, the, the, like I said, on a broad scale, this is kind of what happened. But, but then they scripted it, and there was just like Steve, Steve. And I totally also agree with what you're saying as far as like there's lines that Steve Buscemi would deliver, and there's Steve Buscemi lines, right? Like, uh,
0: yeah, he uh, might as well be in Pulp Fiction, yeah, yeah, dude. Exactly. Yeah, or you know, you know whatever. But, yeah.
1: But to me, I found to me, I found a lot of that pretty funny. Like some of it was just funny. But
0: I figured what, you would. When I was watching it, I was thinking, uh, yeah, I mean, Tom, I know script Tony's going to, he's going to enjoy this.
1: I don't even know what he was saying. They were talking about. Where, oh, I know what it was. When they were like. Uh, uh, they were they were uh, doing the uh, the uh, autopsy on Stalin and Shin Ushimi just goes, "Fuck a boot And I was like, yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't even know what that means. but hearing him say it made me laugh, right? Uh, yeah, pretty and, funny. And, and, and also like the whole thing with Jeffrey Tambor being like this kind of idiot, it was a character that Jeffrey Tambor plays all the time, right but right. Uh, and, and, but 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 like when sh- when things got real, like when the acting became acting, like, like there was a scene. Uh, the guy who uh, who played the uh, the head of the uh, it wasn't the KGB, but whatever, whatever you want to call it. The, uh, yeah,
0: the NGK. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, uh, yeah, the NKBD, right?
0: Okay. And so, uh,
1: so uh, that guy, uh, Simon Russell Beale is the, a- is the actor, uh, and it's Vera, uh Laverne Barra was the character's name, who you never heard of because they freaking killed that bitch. Anyway, with that said, yeah. uh, he the, the when him and uh, Steve Buscemi were like acting together. Uh, and, and it was it was kind of it kind of uh uh kind of digressed into one of the more serious things yeah i was just like i was kind of enthralled by that i was like wow these guys are hmm. are, are amazing and, and I, the one scene where I was kind of like all right you know you know uh these guys are even though there's comedy here these guys are taking their role seriously you had stalin's daughter uh, you know and uh, I, I can't remember the name of the actor but the but the character's name was svetlana and everybody was trying to kind of buy buy for her attention and uh and you know they were kind of afraid of the influence that she potentially would have or or they wanted to to uh to uh, co-op the, to the, 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 the uh, ability, the influence she might have. Right. So, uh, so at the end they, they killed the, they killed the, the head of the, uh, the KGB or whatever, and they were burning the body. And she was, she was like, you know, oh, she was talking to uh, the, uh, the, uh, uh, the Steve Buscemi character, you know, he, he was playing uh Khrushchev, Right. And, uh, and, uh, and he turns to her and he goes, I need you to shut up, you know? And, and, uh, it wasn't funny, you know what I mean. He was like, hmm. you know, he was he. So and, and I thought it was interesting how that Khrushchev character like transitioned. At first, all he was interested in doing was like basically winning favor of of Stalin. Until so he's he's writing down his jokes and all this kind of stuff. And suddenly he becomes like uber political, and and his character kind of transitions in that story. So so again, overall, like like I said, I like the funny stuff, but I also hmm. just like the 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 kind of the the interesting percent uh uh. uh uh, the interesting way they they presented the political intrigue, and again, it's terrifying. It was ter- the, the fact that that that's the way it was in, in the Soviet Union. Mean, we didn't know that. Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: I, yeah, who who knows really? But I it I, I think that you know it's it was satire without being satirical enough for my taste. Okay, if you're going down that road, <laughs> don't so, go all the way, so, man. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah. But I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. That's I, I I'll never see that one again if I. Yeah, it's not that I hated it. I watched that before I watched MASH.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Callback. So, uh,
0: I'm just Uh, saying, you know, that's like my litmus test.
1: That's right. Yeah. Like I said, to me, to me, uh, I think, I think that it was, like like I said, I love some of the acting in it. I felt like that. I can't, I, I, again, I. The character Simon Russell Beale, I guess the character's name. I can't even remember the name of the character. The I mean, because again, he wasn't a big mover and shaker. But there was all those kinds of scenes that were funny, but also I, you know, they were they were a little scary. Like like Molotov's wife, uh, I guess, would have been mm. held prisoner because they, you know, she ended up on some list that Solomon made, and, mm. and even her mm. husband was like throwing her under the bus. And mm. uh, they brought her back, and and uh, and both and they
0: Yeah, I also thought I always found that a little bit weird too. Like just an extremely English cast. Yeah, I mean, well, even even like uh, what's his face, Uh, the the general with all those medals on, which I I thought that was comical. You know, the ridiculous number of medals he had.
1: You know, what's weird about it is that that's a real. uh, Clearly, you know that, right? That's a real guy. Like I've actually seen documentaries like that. Yeah, he. He played him the way he, that guy was, man. That guy was literally an insane person. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. but
0: um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was like it was almost like Cockney English, almost you yeah. know, British that he was talking. You know, very very um, yeah. uh, East Ender type of uh, accent and language and stuff. And yeah. you know, I don't know, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I just didn't, there were too many elements that were mixed up, and then and, and it, it wasn't cohesive. Like for example. You know, they there was some some witty dialogue in right. there that I thought was was some funny, sharp dialogue stuff. Yeah. And then they and then they cut over to the stupid scene when they're all trying to leave, uh, and it's like the Three Stooges, you know, with all yeah. the all the sudden all the cars are trying to leave and they all get stuck and you know, I just I don't know, I mean, it was disjointed okay. and from, yeah. from from those yeah. terms for me, I didn't like it, but yeah, well, whatever.
1: Well, no, it's, you know, it's it's funny because I kind of look at that differently. How. None of them were obligated to do a Russian accent. Uh, Sib- Sibushimi sound like Sibushimi, uh, that, and by the way, yeah. uh, it's only because I have the page open. Yeah, Jason Isaacs, and it was Field Marshal Zukov was the character, and uh, and uh, yeah, I, I actually I kind of appreciated the fact that they that they were just like just do the dialogue and act that stuff out, you know. Uh, and they even did things like where they would occasionally show Russian text and, and then they would change it up and they, it would be English, you know, rather than being like, right. you know, the weird, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. To me, I, you know, I, I would rate this at least an eight, you know, only because it's oh like, my gosh, yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, because. Oh, again man. I, this is,
0: this, in my, my world, this is a three and a half, maybe oh, four. Well,
1: that's okay. I mean, again, if, if, yeah, if, if the humor's well, not yours, that's Different hard. strokes
0: for different folks, yeah. I guess. yeah.
1: Well to, well, to me, like I said, it, 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 it's, it's not the comedy and it's not, it, it, it's kind of the full package. I like the idea of there being a movie that, again, took a real life. And, and, and like I said before, I don't think this is far from the mark. I think this is what happened mm. when Stalin died. You know, I mean, the whole thing where he dies, and they're too scared, and they they had killed all the doctors because the, you know because Stalin had put their names on lists, and it's mm. uh, so like didn't have a, they didn't know, you know there he is. He's clearly had a stroke, but there's no doctors in, in Moscow that can take care of him because. He's he's got rid of them all. And everybody's terrified to do it because they think they're making mm. the wrong decision. You know, they fear is repercussions. To, you know, the, I, I like the I like it at the beginning. You know, you have the uh, the head of the you know whatever the NVKD whatever, and uh, and he goes to his bunker and they 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 don't care. They just basically go out and pick people up and and uh, round them up and murder them or exile them, put them in prisons, and uh, it's it's terrifying and the, and and. uh, you know, another thing too that that kind of struck a chord with me is you know you and I talk you know both on the podcast and off the podcast about about concerns about our own freedom and, and this movie you know puts it you know like I said if you're if you're in, if you're thinking oh communism is a great idea you know we should think about communism this is the this is the outcome there there's a scene where the 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 son called the called the the police on his uh, father you know what I mean and and uh, and as his father's being hauled away his son is standing there you know looking at him. But, um, mm. but yeah, so all that kind of stuff, it makes me think, you know, it kind of frames something that could, you know, could even be in our own future if we're not careful, you know? So, yeah, that's kind of my thought, but,
0: but, okay. but, but well, it's all, it's,
1: it's all back, you know, so.
0: Well, you clearly got into it and liked it a lot more than I did because yeah. I, I, I dismissed it early when I just it, I did, I didn't, no, I didn't jive with it. I,
1: I get, I get what you're talking about, like the break, the breakdown and uh, yeah, because the actor is like, for example, that's, that's Steve Buscemi. All day long, but I thought yeah. he did a good job yeah. in a frumpy
0: name. suit, which I did think that part was pretty funny.
1: Yeah, well, like even even like uh, like when he shows up in his pajamas and the guys like busting his chops because he yeah. in his pajamas, you know, I thought yeah. that in seibashimi. Yeah, you're right. It was, it was, yeah. It was, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. And it's you know it's funny because I, and I know a lot of uh, a lot of the my criticisms are are difficult to to take if if you were to you know listen to everything I said about movies because then I I'll, I'll pick on stuff like the the scene where they. Um, they all start to come in and they're going to kneel down to Stalin and there's piss all over the place. They don't want to kneel in the piss. Right. But they went back to that joke over and over and over and yeah. over again. And a lot of times I like that. I think that's funny. That makes it even more funny. The fifth time you do it is even more yeah. funny. Monty Python was great at that, right? But yeah. um, And like I said, for some reason, this just did not hit me right. So yeah. I was just wasn't into it. Well, so.
1: and, and like I said, the whole thing, the, the, way, the way they kind of wove, like, the two guards at the door, you know, and how they like when Stalin was dead, right. They somehow knew that like both of them were, they were screwed. Right. I mean, they knew that they were screwed. Mm -hmm. somehow. that was going to lead to their death. And that was kind of funny, but they weren't wrong. You know what I mean? So it did lead Mm -hmm. to them being both Mm -hmm. executed, you know, and just the the whole thing, like where the secret police come in and they just execute everybody in the house for whatever reason, it's just, you know, Mm -hmm. it's this weird mix of like, this is kind of funny, but it's also horrifying, you know, and sometimes, right. like I said, there was this kind of weird, you know, is it, you know, oh, that's, you know, there's where the funny is on and the, the horrifying is low and they're, I don't know. I, I was fascinated by that. Yeah. And, and like I said, the well, thing was Steve Ushimi, I thought he, again, he played Steve Ushimi, but he was great, you know? So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, if you want to add more to that cocktail of confusion, read, uh, read, um, Gulag archipelago, archipelago. Well, I can never say that damn word, man. Archipelago. There you yeah, go. archipelago. That's it. Thank I you. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Read that book. That's crazy because he this dude survived. I forgot his name. Some crazy Russian name. But he survived the gulags, and not only did he did he survive the gulags, then he started asking himself like, what the hell did he do? to deserve to get, not to deserve, but what decisions did he make to, to end up in that position? So anyways, nice. it's off topic, but cool. yeah, that'll, that'll yeah. throw okay. you for just another loop. So
1: in summary, and this, this will probably turn into one podcast. It's only about 30 minutes into it, but that's okay. One podcast is fine. Uh, so uh, yeah. the, uh, so uh disturbing behavior, we're on the same page. Uh, mm. This one, uh, not so much. So yeah, not so much. That's cool. No worries. I'm curious
0: to see. I'm curious to see what your thoughts are on the next movie that I pick for you.
1: Well, well I tell you, you, know, we we went for a long period of time where all we did was talk about movies, and now and then we haven't talked about movies in a while. Maybe we'll do two of these back to back, because I, I, mm-hmm. I uh, you know uh, I enjoyed your recommendation. Sorry you didn't enjoy mine, right. but I thought no, you were, that's all right. I, I mean, it's were,
0: I it, it wasn't. I wasn't again. It wasn't Mash, so I didn't hate it. I didn't like, oh my god, I can't believe I wasted my time watching this, but I just, you know, it just didn't strike the right chord, that's it.
1: Hey, all. you know, honestly, if anybody has any movie recommendations, I know we're right at the very end of this, send them to
0: us, okay, because... you got to put them in the comments, isn't it that what everybody comments? does? Yeah, like, put, smash put that like button.
1: Do that. that kind of yeah, for real, smash the freaking like button. And also subscribe, mm-hmm. for God's sake, and that's going to be at the end of this too. Like, share, subscribe, all that crap, that means a bunch to me, okay? Mm-hmm. Alright, we're going to leave it there. Okay. And, and I will... Uh, I keep getting messages on my watch. A part of my Subaru just got delivered. Next podcast, oh. folks. Next podcast. This, this
0: is my watch. How do you like that? Okay. Huh? <laughs> 30 bucks, 10 years old.
1: <laughs> what you just do? saying. What are you going to do?
0: All let, right. Let
1: I... That's all that matters. Talk, okay. to everybody, talk to everybody later. See ya Later. All right, time to do another outro for some reason I feel like I got to do these every now and again just to keep it fresh uh, you know how much I hate doing this let's not do this in the, with 83 takes let's do it just in a couple uh, like share subscribe write me send me show ideas if you want to be on the show that's great I'll be more than happy to have you everybody likes guests and all that kind of stuff so send me an email shoot me a line drop something in the comments I think I did it that's everything boom I'm out of here Have a great day. Love ya.